Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We always enjoy having Hall of Famers on Carriker and Smallman and the Hall of Famer, Bernie Federko, analyst for Valley Sports, joins us every Wednesday here on 101 ESPN. And we always appreciate Bernie's time. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Good morning, Randy. I'm doing great. Thanks. Hey, a uh, 3-2 win last night. I guess it's one of those situations, Bernie, where we say, OK, we'll just we'll take the two points. Yeah, you know what? That's what a goaltender is for. <laughs> Sometimes you have nights that things aren't going well and your goaltender has to stand on his head. And that's exactly what Bennington has done uh, for a number of games now. And uh, uh, that's the, the, the beauty of a team sport. You can have a letdown if someone is really on top of their game. They can, they can pull it off, and I think that's what Bennington did last night. Bernie, that was one of the more remarkable performances we've seen out of Jordan Bennington. Obviously, he had some great games in the postseason, including in the Stanley Cup final. But where does that game rank for you? Well, he just, I mean, Michelle, he's at the point now where I, nothing surprises me out of him. I mean, he is just so focused all the time. I mean, last night, I think it was more the most acrobatic that I've seen him. I mean, usually he's so uh, in position that he doesn't have to move much. It makes the game look so simple. But last night was a little different. Uh, he was made it look simple. But when he had to make the really hard saves, he was able to move across. So, yeah, I would rank that up as one of the best that I've seen him play since, since he uh, has been a member of the Blues. Bernie, it looks like Braden Shen is going to be out for a while how do the blues overcome his loss he's obviously an important part so when he's not around how do they still win without him well, I think it's a team sport, Randy. I think that you look at the depth of this hockey club, I think that Barbashev has done a really good job moving into the center ice position. You know, I, I expect that Sunquist is going to be back in the in not-too-distant future now, so you got two center icemen right there. Um, you know what, I think Bozak has done a really good job, obviously, with uh, filling in whether he's on the third or the fourth line or whatever he needs to be, but uh, you still have uh, Robert Thomas, who seems to be getting better and better. You've got O'Reilly, so I think up the middle, uh, the Blues are pretty a pretty strong team. I mean, let's not forget that Shen uh, played left wing every once in a while, too, over the course of the last uh, couple of years that he's been here because of the depth that the Blues have had at center. So uh, I think that it's just uh, next guy in line is going to have to step it up. And certainly uh, Braden Shen is one of those guys that you're going to miss because of the way he plays, the leadership that he provides and uh, the extra a zip that he brings because he loves to run over people. He likes to finish his checks and this and that. So I think you're going to miss that, that element, but, but certainly I think that the strength up the middle is, is pretty still strong with the blues. Bernie, I believe it was in the third period last night. Vladimir Tarasenko had a chance. He was driving to the net. He didn't end up with the goal, but it's just great to see him be able to get his big body in, in front of the net. And Randy and I were talking early, earlier in the show. It seems like it's the first time we're really seeing Vladimir Tarasenko trust his health and trust his body in a few years. And that's a player that has to be such a relief. 
Yeah, I think so, Michelle. I mean, uh, putting his shoulder down, putting his you know body in, into things, and, and and really driving for the net. I mean, we saw him do that when he was very successful and when he was healthy. And over the last couple of years, I think he was maybe afraid to do that because he was afraid that the shoulder was going to pop out again on him. But uh, yes, over the course of the last, in fact, all year, Michelle, I've, I've noticed that he's much more physical. I think he's using his, his big, strong body a lot more than he has over the course of the last couple of years. So yeah, it's, it's a good sign. And and uh, what's going to happen? I don't know. I mean. I still, there's a situation there brewing too that uh, if he's not going to be happy, will they make a move for him? But he, I don't think he's really playing any differently. I think he he's showing the Blues that that he can play, and if he's not just showing the Blues, he's showing the rest of the league that that he can play. And if someone wants to make a deal for him, I guess that that would be available. But I think the way he's playing right now, he's certainly helping the Blues. Bernie Federico with us on 101 ESPN. And Bernie, I'm not, I don't want people to think that I am going to put Robert Thomas in the Hall of Fame here with this comparison. But you played with a guy who got better and better. He started here when he was 20 years old, played both ends of the ice like Thomas is doing right now. Uh, are there comparisons to what Robert Thomas is doing in his ascent to what happened with Doug Gilmore when you were playing with him? I think Dougie was a little different type of player. I mean, uh, you know, Dougie was more of a feisty player that got more involved. I mean, uh, I think that I'm noticing Robert Thomas doing more things, though, uh, to get involved. Now that he's killing penalties, he's doing a lot more things. I think he's getting a lot better on the on the uh, faceoffs as well. So he's he's absolutely you know absolutely improving his game now he's a long way from I guess being compared to Doug Gilmore but um, I like what I see out of Robert I mean I, he needs to shoot the puck more though I mean Robert mm-hmm. has got one goal this year I mean we're 11 games or 10 11 games into the season I guess 11 now and he only has one goal and it's an empty net goal and he has not had a lot of shots other than that game in San Jose where he had four or five shots I mean he's got one or two shots a game uh, if that at the most so I mean, He's got to get more involved, I think, in front of the net. Uh, but I love the way he's dishing the puck. I love the way he's playing defensively right now. And, and then they were giving him more and more ice time, but he had almost 21 minutes last night. But uh, he certainly has potential. We've talked about that the whole time. Because of the way he sees the ice, once he gets the line, he's very good. But he still needs to get to the front of the net. And if he, if he can't make a play, he's got to take a shot. He's got to go get some rebounds. So there's little things that he's going to have to continue to work on. But, hey, let's not forget he's still only 21 years old. And that that was my point, not to put it his skill set or his game in the same category as Gilmore's. But the fact that Craig Berube can feel comfortable putting him on the power play, putting him on the PK, he plays both ends of the ice, and you can play him more minutes than any other forward that you have. That That's the kind of thing that Gilmore, who started out as fourth-line guy and then ascended, he, he was able to do all of those things. Yeah, and I and I think the injuries have helped, uh, you know, his position too. I mean, I don't know if he would have got the opportunity to to, to mm-hmm. kill penalties and do other things if it wasn't for the COVID and for the injuries. I mean, Ryan O'Reilly now Shen, um, the things that have happened. So you you get an opportunity, and then you have to make good of it. And I think he's really making good of it. And uh, yes, if he continues to prove, I mean, who knows where he's going to go? I mean, I've always liked the potential that he's had, and and hopefully he'll continue to improve. Bernie, you're the Blues franchise leader in games played with 927. David Perron joins the top 10 list with 617 this week. And, you know, a couple stints with the Blues, but it's been really remarkable to watch David Perron grow into someone that has been such an impact player for this organization. 
Yeah, he seems to get better and better. I mean, uh, this is his third go-around here in St. Louis, and I think this is the best go-around that he's had. Uh, I think he's obviously matured a lot more uh, as a player. And you know what? The guys are training so hard now. I mean, in our day when you were 34, 35, you were done. Now, I mean, these guys are got personal trainers. Uh, they, they work on their games. They work on everything that they need to do. They eat well. They've got nutrition. They've got all this stuff that's involved. And I think David has matured into that. Uh, he seems to get better. And, and I think the fact that he really has hooked up with a guy by the name of Ryan O'Reilly. I think that has just been perfect for him. Uh, the two of them uh, have really hit it off on the ice and off the ice, and, and I think that they really feed off each other. So I think that David uh, is going to got a lot more left uh, in his tank, the way he's playing, the way he's skating, and uh, good for him because uh, you know he's always loved the game. He's always played the game like he's a kid, and, and I think he can continue to play it for, for a lot longer than he, than he has shown. Hey, Bernie, last thing from me, and if the Blues are going to win again they're going to rely on the guys that helped them win a Stanley Cup a couple of years ago but I didn't uh, dismiss the idea last night that all of their regulation points ga- came from guys that weren't here two years ago Kairou was here Butchnevich is new uh, Kairou was here last year uh, I find it notable that at this point with all the COVID guys the Blues can still win games and succeed without relying on people that uh, they use to win the Stanley Cup I would agree, Randy. I mean, this is a team that, that really has got a lot of different factors. I mean, you, you mentioned Kyrie. We talked about Thomas. Uh, you know, Thomas played a little bit. He wasn't in the Stanley Cup run there. He got hurt there in Boston what, in game one or whatever it was. But uh, there's a lot of, I mean, Saad has been a really good acquisition. Uh, Buchnevich, I mean, that was a, I mean, Neil has chipped in, got a big game winner in San Jose the other night. So uh, this team is, is multi-talented. And, uh, you know, the guys are still going to be there. I mean, the O'Reilly's, the Shens, the guys, uh, the Pareko's, the guys that were very important for the run. And, of course, the biggest, most important guy is Bennington. Mm-hmm. And he's there. So, I mean, this team has got a a really good chance of, of, of continue to get better. And I, and I think they, I said at the beginning of the year, I mean, we're only 11 games in, but I think that uh, this is a team Sunquist comes back. That, that is, is a, is a very uh, good team that can certainly challenge for a Stanley cup. I mean, everybody talked about Colorado Vegas. Uh, when you look at the blues on paper, I think the blues are every bit as good. And I think that the blues maybe even have more depth. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, it's a long year. It, it depends what happens, but I really like what, what I've seen so far, and I think that this team, uh, with Chief uh, moving them forward, they're going to get better and better. Bernie Federico, we always love having you on. Thanks for the time this morning. Thanks, you guys. Have a great day. You too. We'll see you next week. That is Bernie Federico. You see him before and after every game and during intermissions on Bally Sports. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts.
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.